Hello everyone, got a question for you. What are your goals and what are you pursuing? Are your goals and your pursuit therein, are they God-driven? Let's talk about the goal of life. That's coming up on the International Gospel Hour. Let's study together. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 90 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. Well, greetings and hello, everyone, and a very special thank you to our Jay Webb for his kind words and introductions, and you'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast But we are delighted to have you, our listeners, that tune in to our broadcast of International Gospel Hour. We are blessed to know where you are listening to our broadcast. And if you'd like to let us know, through our toll-free number at 855-444-6988. And just simply leave us your name if you'd like, or just say, Hi, I heard your broadcast on, and tell us where you heard it. And that's all you need to do. We would love to hear from our listeners, and there are quite a few of you out there that we hear from, and we thank you for that. You will also hear our J-Webb throughout our broadcast, and he is going to share with you some additional study materials and some other study options. Friends, we want you to know from the outset, we will not ask for your money. We want you to know that everything we offer here is absolutely free, and we are blessed to do so. So let's take the Word of God and let's consider today the goal of life. We're going to talk about life because, friends, we need to have proper God-given goals in our lives. You know, Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So, friends, when we seek after God, He will bless us and help us as we are obedient unto Him. We're going to talk about, well, let's just talk about life today. And we'll do so in just a few moments. But first, here is our J-Web with a very special offer for you. A great online publication is the Gospel Gleaner. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has presented excellent sound biblical articles for reading and study. It is published quarterly, four times a year. Subscriptions are free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for their email version. Be sure to post in the comments blank you heard about it from the International Gospel Hour. And again, friends, you can receive the Gospel Gleaner by email, and it will be a true blessing to you and your studies of the Word of God. We appreciate our longtime friendship with her editor, Andrew Irwin, and the writers that he select are men who love the Bible and who write very good articles that will assist you in your study of the Word of God. Let's talk about life. In John 1, verse 4, the Bible says concerning Christ in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, when I see Jesus' life, I see light there. I see brightness. I see the missing of darkness, and I see light. Let's build on this. Jesus in John 5, verses 39 and 40 said, Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. 
and you will not come to me that you might have life. Okay, friends, I need to come to Christ or come to the light. And Jesus said, if I search the Scriptures, therein is eternal life. Let's consider John 8 and verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Well, see, now I see Jesus is light. I search the Scriptures, but now I need to follow him. How about John 14, verse 6? Jesus said unto Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So not only do I follow Christ because he is the light, but if I expect to come to God, I have to do so through Jesus Christ. In John 20 and verse 31, Jesus said, But these are written, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. Friends, let's put all this together. Search, follow, come, believe. Well, those are all words of a pursuit or to place a goal ahead that we are striving to reach. And throughout all of these, friends, the life and the goal is eternal life. And when we stop and think about it, does anything else really matter? The goal of every soul should be life eternal. This world is not our home. This world is not everything. And when we gain it and we die, well, we have lived it up. But our goal should be eternal life. When we leave this earth through death, or if Jesus were to return and this world was, and this world rather, was to end, friends, where would you spend eternity? We certainly don't want to spend it in a devil's hell, a place prepared for the devil and his angels, Matthew 25. We want to be prepared for the place that Jesus has gone to prepare, John 14, 1 through 4. Nothing else mattered to Jesus. In John 17, verses 1 through 3, listen carefully. These words spake Jesus, and lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Now, friends, in this text of John 17, 1 through 3, life eternal is not mentioned, or life eternal is mentioned not once, but twice. And with such a goal ahead, well, let's break it down just a bit. Because with a goal in life, there are these steps, the bit-by-bit pursuit toward any goal in life. When we talk about goals in our personal lives or goals in the business world, it's often said to have a goal that is reachable, but you have to have a plan to reach that goal. Well, when we take a look at the goal of life eternal, Jesus has the plan. And the goal in life and its pursuit can be examined in just two words. Here they are. Sanctity 
and sanctify. Let's think about these for a moment. First, let's talk about sanctity. Now, from within our text of John 17, 1 through 3, we note this phrase, that the Father had given the Son power over all flesh. Now, when we think about sanctity, or other words like sanctify, sanctity is defined as holiness, or saintliness, or godliness, It's a sacred or a hallowed character of an individual. It's a sacred thing and the quality or condition of being considered sacred. Well, friends, life itself is sacred. It is a life that should be lived back according to God who said in Genesis 1.26, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. The creation of man himself is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Listen to the psalmist. In Psalm 139, beginning with verse 13, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. You know, folks, the psalmist, by inspiration, Oh, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. And a clear teaching there, friends, that life is in the womb. I love to hear couples, I love to hear mamas and daddies, couples that will say, Oh, Jeff, we heard the baby's heartbeat today. Oh, I love that. How we are fearfully and wonderfully made. It is amazing when you look at the human body. How If you simply look at your index finger, there's not another print like that. And when we think about how the the, the eye, for example, what all it does, how the mind or the brain is the greatest computer of all, friends, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. When God created us, He said it was good. And yet, He sees our substance. He sees who we are. He sees what we are going to become. We are free moral agents in that choice. And, you know, while we're on this text, when, when I see that phrase, mother's womb, it's interesting when you look at the word womb throughout the Scripture. Uh, the Lord had a plan for Isaiah while he was in the womb. That's Isaiah 49, 1 and 2. Jeremiah was ordained a prophet while in the womb. Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Concerning John, he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. It's rather interesting. God has a plan for us. And then when we think about the womb and you think about the babe in the womb, let's go back to John, or rather Luke chapter 1 there. I mentioned verse 15, but Luke 1 and verse 44, the Bible tells us that the babe, this being John the Baptist, leaped in the womb for joy. Now notice, 
in the womb. He leaped within. In Luke 2, in verse 16, the Bible tells us that the babe, the Christ, was lying in the manger. Now, notice, you had the babe, John the Baptist, leaping in the womb, and the babe, the Christ, lying in the manger. It's the same Greek word, friends. It's the word brephos, which means an unborn child, or a newborn child, or an infant still older. Friends, that should tell us there the importance and the sanctity of life itself. I know of a beloved sister who shared with me she went through an abortion. And a dear sister in Christ, as she shared this with me, she said, Jeff, looking back, I made the decision I need to make then. I would not make that decision now. Friends, when you look at how precious life truly is, and you look at how the word babe is used in the Scripture, and how we are fearfully and wonderfully made, to see that mother carrying that child, she is bringing forth a new life into this world. That word brephos is used in other ways. For example, in Luke 18:15, they brought unto Jesus infants that he would touch them. So that word even applies. These are babes that are alive. About the time of Pharaoh and the birth of Moses, they cast out their young children to the end that they might not live, Acts 7:19. Even to Timothy, that from a child you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. So this word brephos is a word that represents babe in the womb, outside the womb, infant, young, child. Friends, When we look at the word sanctity, as we think about our goals in life, we are reminded where life begins and from whom life begins. I realize how precious life truly is. Friend, realize how precious your life is. It's in the image of God. It's fearfully and wonderfully made. Maybe you are having struggles within your life. Maybe you are having questions, and you're searching, and you're looking, and you came across our broadcast hoping this will help. I want to remind you, friend, that you are created in God's image, and that you have your best living ahead. Now, with a physical life this precious and God-given, should we not make certain our decisions now are of God? What if we begin in looking back and saying, I made this wrong decision, that wrong decision. You know, sometimes I hear people step up, I take full responsibility for what I have done. Well, I suppose that you should because, uh, with all due respect, you did it. And we are to take full responsibility. But when that statement is made, it acknowledges the wrong But then we look at a better direction. I'm grateful to see such words as faith and repentance and confession and baptism and faithfulness. Dear friends, you can make a change. Your life is precious. I'm going to pause here, then I'm going to come back for our second word, which is sanctify. What do we do with the sanctity of life and how precious it is physically? What can help us now reach that goal of eternal life? But first, I want to pause, and our J-Web will have a few words about the video option of International Gospel Hour. 
You can now not only hear the International Gospel Hour, but you can also see the International Gospel Hour on our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, put International Gospel Hour in the search engine, and subscribe to the channel. Then click on the bell and you'll be notified each time a program is uploaded. It is free. Subscribe to YouTube today. It's the number one streaming service for television, and the International Gospel Hour channel is there. Let's look at the second word within the goal of eternal life. We now move from sanctity, the power over all flesh that God has, and how He has created us, and now we move into the word sanctify. I go back to our text of John 17:1 through 3, and please note, He should give eternal life. In John 12.50, Jesus said, I know that His commandment, that is God, is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Jesus spoke the words of eternal life. John 6, beginning with verse 66 through 69, From that time many of His disciples went back and walked no more with Him. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Friends, he has the words of eternal life, words that will judge you and I, John 12 and verse 48. And that he that rejects me and receives not my words hath one that will judge him, The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him in the last day. His word speaks of sanctification. Actually, friends, sanctify, sanctification, it's in the Bible from beginning to end. Listen to Genesis 2 and verse 3. God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rest from all his work, which God created and made. He sanctified it or set it apart for His bidding. In the New Testament, Revelation 22.11, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy or sanctified, let him be holy still. Sanctification is taught, well, as the old boy said one time, from kiver to kiver or from cover to cover in the Bible. In giving us eternal life or to sanctify souls, we must consider the cost. Jesus gave himself for the church to sanctify it. In Ephesians five twenty-five and 26, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. He sanctified us through his sufferings. In Hebrews 2, verses 10 and 11, For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. His shed blood sanctifies in the way no animal flesh could. Hebrews 9 verses 13 and 14 says, For the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh. 
how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Friends, we are sanctified by the offering of His body. For in Hebrews 10 and verse 10, By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And then, friends, He sanctified us with His own blood when He suffered outside the city of Jerusalem. Hebrews 13:11 through 12 For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Friends, in giving us eternal life, look at the cost. To sanctify us, to set us apart, to help us reach the goal of life eternal, he gave himself, he suffered, his blood sanctifies, He suffered outside the city, meaning upon the cross, where crucifixions were done outside the city limits, if you will. Jesus has sanctified. When you and I look at the overall definition of sanctification, it's to be set apart for God's purpose. Think about these three words. First of all, sanctification purifies. 1 Corinthians 6.11, Such were some of you, but you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. When we are purified, then we become the property of God. 1 Peter 2 and verse 9, To the Christians, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people or peculiar people set apart for his purpose, that we may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. We become His. And then, friends, we, aha, here it is, our goal in life, we pursue. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, Ephesians 4.1. Hebrews 12.10, that we might be partakers of His holiness, Hebrews 12:14 to follow peace with all men in holiness you see follow holiness without which no man shall see the lord and in 1 Peter 1:15 as he which hath called you is holy so be ye holy in all manner of conversation ah friends sanctify it's another reminder where life begins and from whom it begins when i realize how precious my physical life is and i can make these changes I realize how precious the soul of man truly is, and my soul, I realize how precious it is for Christ granted eternal life for me, and friends, I need to accept life eternal. I need to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. Maybe that's where you need to begin. Let us help you further in that study with some study on your own. Maybe we're at a point in this conversation or you're at a point to where you're thinking, I need to begin somewhere I need to look. We've got something very special, our free online Bible study through our friends at World Bible School. And here is our J-Web to let you know how you can receive that study. How about an online study of the Bible? That's right. The World Bible School has a free online Bible study available. Just go to worldbibleschool.org and register. A study helper will assist you in answering questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Sign up today. Tell them the International Gospel Hour has sent you. And this is Life Eternal. 
that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ. Again, from John 17, verses 1 through 3, our lesson text. Friends, this is the goal of life, the conclusion of it all. I am on this earth with a life that is precious for the reason that God created me and He created you. My life is before me, my soul is before me, and my goal in life should be life eternal, for nothing else matters. As God will grant a fulfilled life, an abundant life, He will also grant an eternal life if He will come to Him. Jesus said in John 4.14, But whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Friend, today pursue your studies of the Word of God. Seek God's will for your life. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Without faith it is impossible to please God, as we noted earlier in Hebrews 11 and verse 6. Then we allow our faith in Christ to accept His teaching of repentance in Luke 13, verse 3, and confession of Matthew 10, 32 and 33. And yes, friends, His command of baptism in Mark 16 and verse 16, as well as Matthew 28 and verse 19. On the day of Pentecost, those believers repented of their sins and were baptized into Christ, Acts 2, verses 38 through 41. And they were added to His church, Acts 2, 47, the church that He promised to build, Matthew 16, 18, and the church that He purchased with His own blood, Acts 20 and verse 28. We would plead for you, friends, to reach eternal life by obeying the Word of God. And if we can be of further help to you here, let us know by our toll-free number of 855-444-6988. Please call us, reach out to us, and if you're looking for a Bible study by mail, maybe you do not have the online offers or the chance of online in your house, we will send that to you absolutely free. Let us know your name and address, and again, that's 855-444-6988. We'll send that study to you. For now, we'll continue our studies at another time. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and as always, friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or our other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,